Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Pain is temporary. It may last for a minute, or an hour, or a day, or even a year. But eventually, it will subside, and something else will take its place. If I quit, however, it will last forever. Hello, one and all, and welcome back to Season 4, Episode 2 of Warriors of the Good Quarantine Conversations. Yes, folks, we're here to help you guys out during this very difficult time. And as we all fight the battle and we all fight the good fight, as we have for since when this podcast started about approximately a year ago, uh, there's going to be smaller battles um, and there are going to be larger battles. And this is definitely one of them. And I'm joined happily alongside Stephen J. Fenton on this gloomy, rainy afternoon as we try to uplift some spirits here, Steve, with the coronavirus still you know at large not as bad as when it was at its apex um but again you know some people are inside still trying to fight this battle um whether you know they aren't working and trying to find different ways and again as myself Corey Panarolo and Stephen J. Fenton as always we're here to talk ease your mind and hopefully provide a tip or two that can help you power through your day. So without further ado, partner, welcome back. Episode two of Quarantine Conversations. And how are you? Anything new in your life? And we're excited to kind of segue into almost not necessarily a new segment, but a variation of how we're going to be approaching some episodes coming up. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's it's a pleasure to uh, just be doing this still, um, partner. I mean, to all you folks out there, as I um, um around and Corey and I are around, all of us are kind of around, just kind of being ourselves and doing our thing. You know, um, one of the things I've been doing a lot recently is I've been doing a lot of like researching or actually looking around the podcast world. I mean, you kind of started this on a um, kind of a conversation. Do you remember that, partner? Back in. Uh, uh, remember the gymnasium when we were chatting about that? And uh, I think I came up to you and said you were actually subbing. And uh, we were started talking about the fact that, you know, it was the card I wrote you. And then we were like, I was like, I always wanted to do a podcast because I love being able to, you know, express our ideas. And you said, let's do it. And they're yeah. <laughs> hence born warriors of the good. So I, I think through this time, and I'm saying this, I'm looking at different podcasts. It's a great time. And for, for us to be able to find different avenues and different ways for us to be able to continue to be the warriors. And the reason I'm bringing up the podcast idea was more about the fact that, you know, I, it's easy for me to sit here and saying like, I'm tooting our horn, Corey, what we're doing, but like this podcast is, I see it as an opportunity to 
see, I don't want to just say a self-help, but it is almost a self-help for the self. So all these, all you folks out there who are listening to this and, you know, we're hoping it's more than just the people that know us, because when people do listen to this and they know us, their perspectives are in, you know, place because they, they can visualize us speaking. Do you know what I'm saying, partner? Like, absolutely. And that's something we've always explored and wanted to like kind of do live sessions, which we maybe do in the future. But for you folks out there that might not see our face and just hear our words, you know, I think we're just trying to get you to understand. And the reason I'm saying this, because as I've been listening to these podcasts, we're trying to get you to look at yourself. We both feel very strong that we're warriors and we want you to feel strong that you're a warrior. And to be honest with you, it actually goes back to something I'm pretty passionate want to talk about today, which is a being, which is the word called choice. And choice is a big word, not just in like life, but it's something that that's, that's a part of every person's daily practice. Um, uh, partner, have you read or heard uh, the motivational speaker and the author, Tony Robbins? Uh, I have not. Oh, wow. All right. So Tony Robbins, go look him up when you're done with this. And folks, if you haven't, he is a motivational speaker. He has some TED Talks. Uh, he's written a couple books. I highly recommend one of the book called Awakening the Giant Within. Um, I think it's just called Awakening the Giant, to be honest with you. But uh, <laughs> be careful. It's a 400-page book. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, – the book itself, as you got to dive through it, Tony Robbins tells a story when he was younger. Um, he was first getting into motivational speaking that the day he decided to do this dream, which was to speak in the world, he made this choice. And he says through his book that this choice happened in seconds because simply he said to himself, I'm done. I'm choosing. I am going to change what's happening in my life because he tells the story how his life started or uh, he was in a time of period where everything was going wrong. And he made this simple choice in seconds. And again, that awakened the giant. So that kind of prefaced the book and then his life kind of took off. He's very well known and for self-improvement and this and that. Now he's taken it into a career and helped others. And he, he I believe uh, he does the same thing that me and you were trying to do help ourselves or trying to help yourself become the best self you can be. And to be honest with you, choice is the one thing that I think happens on a daily basis that we have more control over. And yet it's so challenging because what's the one thing in our lives that we deal with, not every day, but that takes us, let's say, off the horse and makes us feel hurt and gloomy and uh, you know, kind of makes us feel like defeated and like, where am I going from there? Well, adversity. I mean, do you have adversities in your life, partner? Yeah, uh, definitely. And I think, you know, there are certain choices you have to make to kind of overcome them. Sometimes they're always may not be the best choice. And not that you do that intentionally, but I think that's just a part of, you know, becoming a warrior, which like like we preach. But uh, like like you said, you know, that's definitely part of the choices that we do make. Yeah. I mean, like you said it yourself right there, like to overcome them. I mean, you said it even in the beginning when you were kind of introducing the show and you said, we're all warriors, small battles versus large battles. We all have them. We're all, we, there's battles that happen all the time. I was listening to um, last week's episode just uh, about an hour ago. And I was listening to us talk about how battles come in our life. And this is a large battle. Like we're in a 
global battle, so to speak, with the virus happening right now. So I kind of love the name, what we're using right now, our quarantine conversation, because, you know, we're all kind of in a place where we're not supposed to go out and we're just having a discussion about you. I mean, folks, if if you're listening to this, whether you know us by visual face or not, the, the point is, is that we're trying to get you to look inside of yourself so when those battles happen, you can make the choice to do what Corey just said, overcome it. Now, here's the problem or the issue. Easier said than done, right, partner? Absolutely. And, you know, I think that's the, you know, part of choices that people make in everyday life where, you know, and this is what I think is so great about, you know, the topic of conversation Um you know, as we spearhead this new segment of quarantine conversations and, you know, we're not really, you know, we don't really have a script, you know, we're just kind of talking as if we're sitting down with one another uh, face to face. But, you know, let's rewind a little bit when we talk about choices. Right. And I, th- I think that we can start with, for example, during quarantine. Right. Uh, for example, my mother and father have been going to uh, the grocery store as a 25 year old male. I inhale a lot of food in the house. So I will admit <laughs> that I, I contribute to the fact that they are there more than they would like to be. Well done. Um, <laughs> but getting to the, you know, the premise of, you know, what I want to kind of get across your partner is that, you know, they've told me many stories, um, you know, during their times um, going to get groceries at uh, whether it has been ShopRite, uh, Wegmans, um, that a lot of people, um, you know, portray a lot of impatient, you know, behaviors. Um, And that, you know, leads to them making poor choices, you know, instead of actually going into ShopRite because there's a really long line, they say, oh, screw it, I'm going to turn around. And go home because they don't want to have to deal with that. And I think we do live in a society where everyone is moving, you know, so fast. at 100 miles, exactly, 100 miles per hour where, you know, typically what may feel like a norm for people is when they get to a grocery store, they want to get in and they want to get right out. You know, last week when we talked about, like, remember when I was kind of mentioning how excited, well, I, I, I use a more appropriate term, how much I thought the world needed to slow down. And by all means, folks, I'll repeat myself again and say, there's no way I want people to go through what was, what's happening, losing, losing their lives, being sick and being ill. But we didn't choose to be in this battle and we're in it. So for the human race to take a step back, I mean, Corey just mentioned something so powerful about patience, which is another warrioristic i like that word (laughs) another warrioristic way that you need to work within yourself now here's the interesting perspective or uh or concept rather that you can think of it's called nature versus nurture versus uh what i'm gonna call a learned skill because one of the things i was researching uh about different things we were going to chat about today and i was looking at the power of choice and i uh, stumbled upon a website and it was uh called becomingbetter.org check it out it's really powerful obviously built towards the self helping the self become a better self um and it talked about the power of choice and then it talked about one of the things saying that choice is a skill 
and it's a skill to help you make good choices. Now, here's the point. I understand that because ultimately in time, like when, when we go along through time, we get, we gain skills and as humans, let's change that as warriors, we want to grow into be the best humans we can. I think though it could become counterproductive. And here's what I mean. Sometimes we get so focused or so lost in the fact of that, that one thing becoming a skill. So choice becoming a skill and it happens through time that we're all the, all the capacity and the focus is on making the good choice is that when a choice is made that turns out to be, let's call it the bad choice, it becomes what you just said happening to the people at ShopRite of the impatience because they're, they're allowing or almost feeling something that that bad choice. And they're thinking that's not the right that's not the right choice I made. And it almost becomes an effect on them that they can they, that they end up actually not going closer to balance that they should. Here's the thing. If some of our choices we make in life or are made for us, we have zero control over. Maybe we don't get to choose which college we're going to attend. We don't get to choose if we're going to get a job. We don't get to choose if we're going to be selected to get a job. Sometimes we don't even get to choose if we're going to get to stay at a job. Sometimes we don't even get to choose uh, if that person is going to like us back, whomever that may be. So those are the choices that are sometimes the most challenging to kind of find perspective on. Yet those are the times that the good versus the bad choices, it's happening to you for some type of better purpose. And partner, I know you spoke about this very passionately. You know, you believe very passionately, and I do too, that that better purpose for you comes from a higher power. Not that we're going to turn this into a religious, but I know you mm -hmm. mentioned that, and I believe that too. So whatever it is they believe or you believe, folks, about where that choice comes from and what is to um, you know, what, what, what you are to follow, think about the perspective of what you're being alive and just being simply being alive. Cause they talk a lot about mindfulness, being in the moment, trying to find the key to the center of your spirit. The balance between your mental, emotional, social, and physical is one of the most daily challenging practices you can do. And the human mind part two, the human mind is built for survival. So when something negative or bad happens to you, we almost fall way away from that spiritual balance and we get so caught in the fact that the bad choice happened that we end up trying to run away from it, fight it, or defeat it. And in a sense, that needed to happen for us to find closer to that in internal perspective balance about what's happening. Because the truth is, through this world, it's not the status. It's not the status that's going to define you. It's not even what you, how much money you make. It's not even going to be... Um, you know, how, how, how many, uh, what, what type of thing or uh, what, what type of uh, product you leave on this world? The thing that matters the most is that thing that lives deep inside of you, which is your soul. And that goes back to every choice, good or bad, no matter if it results in a positive or a negative thing in your life, that if you follow that thing deep in your soul, that's going to be ultimately the choice that's going to lead you closer to that internal perspective balance. You know, as a 26, you're 26, as a 26 year old young man, I hope you can 
hear the clarity in that from from your old teacher. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, partner. Um, the the one thing I I also want to add to you know that idea you brought to the table was you know in some of these choices that we do make you know whether they are intentional for the good unfortunately sometimes they may be intentional for the bad or sometimes they may lead intentionally may lead to something mm-hmm. bad and may may unintentionally lead to something good but you know one thing i've always learned in my life and i've always tried to take pride in um, is that with those choices that are made right in life that no matter what that choice may be and depending on the severity of things you should always know that no matter whoever is listening to this that no one on this world whether it's your boss you know anybody and you know i think family you know is in this as well not into you know what i'm about to say will make sense but in regards to judgment and being looked upon by others in a different light because of a choice you made so that was a lot and i apologize so i'm going to try to simplify things a little here as that is how quarantine conversations can go sometimes. <laughs> so, it, folks, you know, as I've lived my life when I was in high school, college, and in adulthood now, you know, I've always gone about my life as someone who's, you know, an extrovert. You know, I pride myself in bringing a positive energy in everywhere I go, right? And there may be someone that I come across that isn't a fan of what I do. And maybe that gets back to me that that one person says, Corey's energy is so annoying. It's not infectious. Like, I can live without it. And let's say that gets back to me. There's two ways you can look, you know, kind of go about it. One, you know, take it to the heart and I change who I am because I want to try to please everybody. Or I continue to be who I am because no one in this world should have or be able to judge you without your AOK. Uh, and partner, I think, and I want to get your two cents in regards to this as well, because I think it's a, you know really something important. And I, I feel like you may see it all the time with, you know, fourth, fifth and sixth graders where kids may be getting, you know, poked fun at or, you know, trying to be the cool kid or trying you know to fit in but you know at the end of the day if you want to fit in you got to be yourself and no one whether it's an older kid even sometimes you know if there's a crazy teacher you know at eisenhower school that may say something to that student you know at the end of the day you have to hold your ground and stick to you know who you truly are because you know where where you and i believe you know you're a warrior for a reason you know, you can become a warrior, but sometimes you're born with that good soul. So off to yeah, you, partner, because I know that was you a know lot. What? So. You know, it's it's I'm so glad it went this the quarantine conversation went this way because you wrote down or I wrote down what you said when you talked about judgment. I mean, it's so true. And like, it's funny, I've been teaching now for this is my 20th year. And in my first 10 years of teaching, um, I don't want to say I was naive because I was young and I was in the profession and enjoying the fact of 
uh, helping students, being able to, and even during my coaching career of 20 years, um, enjoying the game and working with them. But these past five to 10 years, I've really sat down and it has to be the process of growth of life that my own balance, I'm getting closer to my own balance and my perspective is starting to see um, things from my mental, emotional, social, and physical uh, sides of my experiences. And it's all getting closer to that spiritual side that my, I have realized that I am more needed now than ever because of the, what you just said, the students of today's and how they put judgment on others so quickly. And not that it was different in my day, but it was different in the sense of the judgment itself has turned into these students these days, taking it to a choice that they're forgetting who they are as a human and that if somebody else is judging you, that's not the end of all means. So I'll tell you one avenue that's been challenging for students has been technology and the social media is that when that judgment's come out, these students are, um, they're not, they're, they're, they're almost infected and influenced by this, that it's becoming um, part of their life that they're forgetting that the only thing they should really judge folks is yourself. And how do you do that? Well, guess what? you make choices in your life about what you want to do physically to help your triangle and mentally and emotionally. And even you make choices socially with relationships. I know people could say to me, I never chose to be in this family. I never chose to go to this school, go back to the good versus bad choices. Sometimes you might not be in the most positive place. That doesn't mean it's not needed for your ultimate balance. Even in a short-term sense, you younger kids or high school kids or college kids or young adults, you're there. And that choice was made for whatever reason, whether you were put there or chose to go there, and it may not feel right, but it's there for you to get closer to your spiritual balance. You should embrace what's happening. So, um, you know, as you said all that, I think that judgment is the biggest thing. I mean, I'm an adult and I feel like by no means am I close to balance, but I feel like I put extremely amount of hard work into it. In a sense, a few years ago, I, I got a, one of my new tattoos, actually, I wrote the words hard work on my, um, for one of my tattoos, which is a very odd thing people have said, but it reminds me to work extremely hard towards that balance every day in my life because I am worth it. And when we started this podcast, I always believed I was a warrior for myself. I was a warrior for who I am. And that's what we're trying to get you guys and folks and whoever's listening out there that you are the warrior for yourself. So when these choices are coming your way, the judgments that as Corey brought up that are happening should be only judgments for you to give perspective towards yourself. Um, I'll share very quickly um, in my own home, um, my family member, my, my, uh, my wife's going through a very hard time right now because of a choice that was made in her life. And uh, I've mentioned it before on the podcast. I don't want to go too far into it, but I will say that a choice that was not hers that she has to end up dealing with is causing a tremendous amount of perspective on her mental and emotional side that has taken her way off balance. Now, here's the thing. She knows herself well enough to know how to bring her back self back to balance. But going through that pain is very, very challenging. By no means, listen to what Rocky said in the beginning of our podcast. Life is not full of rainbows and sunshines. It will beat you to the ground if you let it. 
but it's all about getting back up, how you're defined truly when you get back up and what you do. That's why if you'd make that simple choice to get your butt back up and be a warrior, it doesn't matter what happens to you. What matters is, is that choice will lead towards the right thing you're supposed to do, which is that internal balance as it is. Before we get to this wrap-up, though, partner, I have to ask you this question. You said uh, before, um, totally a little bit off topic, but you said that you're an extrovert. That's what you said? Absolutely. Here's the funny thing. Would you describe me as an introvert? You know, I, I actually would disagree. I mean, I think, you know, what's unique, too, I feel like almost every person you may come across may have a different you know, opinion in regards to if someone is an intro introvert or an extrovert. But I think that being that I'm an extrovert um, and from the conversations we have and, you know, the deep conversations and understandings and almost kind of reading each other's minds without actually speaking some words, I think that has kind of allowed me to assume that you are an extrovert. I'm about to blow your mind, buddy. You ready? Oh, boy. I'm 17 ready. years old, 1994. I graduated high school. My senior class, wasn't as big as yours, voted me <laughs> the shyest person in the grade. Wow. Here's the thing. No I kid way. you not. I'll show you the yearbook picture one day when I see you next time. Here's the, th here's <laughs> the thing. I am an introvert. And I made a choice one day. To, and this was way back when I was younger, eight, around my 18, 19, 20, 21 years, that my introverted feelings and my sensitivity was my greatest strength. And when I made that choice, I was started to then open up the opposite of my introvertness, which is my extrovertness. And I started displaying that to the world piece by piece. By the time I became a young man into my adult years into my day, my, my, my triangle is so strong because of that choice that I made all those years ago from the person I truly am, which is I've never changed to this day. I've only allowed myself to add that balance back. And that's exactly what this is all about. I loved quarantine conversation, partner. Couldn't say it better myself, folks. And if that is not a good enough example where if you're trying to maybe crack out of your shell a little bit and maybe look where it can lead you. If you try to make that change, it can lead you to a podcast um, with, with one of my great friends. And as we continue to break things down and that's kind of what quarantine conversations is all about folks. You know, if I'd be, I'd be lying to you and to say that we had, you know, a script going into this episode and we actually usually do sometimes we brainstorm, you know, off the airwaves and, you know, we kind of say, you know, what's our plan of attack for this episode? Uh, but we didn't have one for this one. Um, but I, I think that's sometimes where you get the most creative juices flowing and partner wouldn't want to do this with anyone else. So folks, again, thank you so much for joining quarantine conversations episode two of season four warriors of the good we would love having you and again during this tough time you know it's tough and if we can do anything by you know kind of preaching and hopefully giving you some tips to help you kind of get through this tough time um you know whether we help one person whether we help 10 um you know that is what it is all about thank you again 
Tune in next week as Quarantine Conversations Episode 3 will be coming out as well. We love all the engagement that we get. We love all the feedback that we get. And we would not be doing this without you guys. So thank you so much again. If you are looking to stream on your favorite platforms, you know where to go. Spotify, Apple Music, Google Playlists. We're on all of them. Whatever's easiest for you, we're there. Search Warriors of the Good. Bang. You'll be able to listen wherever, whenever. As for myself, I'm Corey Ponerolo, Stephen J. Fenton. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. So long.